start. Yeah, I hit threes with no eyes. Threes from the rain, no lie. Cross my heart and I die. They don't wanna catch me outside. Lacing no wave, it's a tie. I couldn't take an L if I tried. when I start trying to play around with them, they really start Yo, 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 yo. What's good? What's happening? We back. Brand new episode of Threes from the Rain. It's your boy Chris J. Glad to be back. Got the boy Trail Sav here. Yeah. We got Tyler here. What it is, people? I said all of us, the usual suspects, are all here. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at threes from the ring at three s from the ring, and like, comment, subscribe on YouTube if you're watching us, and if you just listen to us in the ear, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Pod. Make sure you uh, do the same as well. We greatly appreciate all the support for the Utweaking Media brand. So make sure you check us all out for what we got. But we got a heavy episode um, on the wrestling side and even heavier on the basketball side because a lot has happened. Um, but we're going to go ahead and get straight into this damn show. So on the wrestling end, uh, before we get into our mania predictions, because that's a lot of fucking mania to talk about. Uh, biggest news upon this past weekend wrestling is Triple H officially announcing that he is retiring from in-ring action. Uh, after doing an interview with Stephen A. Smith on first take, by the way, and on Stephen A. Smith's uh, show on ESPN Plus, Stephen A.'s World, he did an interview with Triple H, and Triple H just clar- finally clarified what happened uh, with that health scare, uh, near fatal health scare he had back in November or October, I think it was. But um, yeah, it was like early fall. Yeah, it was around like it was like early fall around that time frame where uh we learned Triple H had a very, very nasty uh health scare and he went in detail about it where he pretty much said that he w- had like a form of a pneumonia or something like that and pneumonia plus COVID situation. That's a nasty con- that's a nasty duo right there. But he had a form of pneumonia that he thought he was coughing, he uh coughing, coughing up blood. Stephanie saw him coughing up blood said hey you need to go to a doctor then his doctor said hey you need to go to a hospital immediately and he goes to the emergency room and the emergency room literally said hey bro you got had the the, literally the perfect time because your heart was about to go kaput so just an example how close triple h was to death and it's just really sad situation and i understand why he chose to be very private and quiet about it because he still says he is recovering altogether like from it so and he has a defibrillator in his heart so you would think a man who who's like 50 years 50 plus years old and really good shape that triple h is in you'd like dang he got a freaking machine in his heart to keep him pumping that just shows how sad and tragic the situation was. Blessed is, is I'm pretty sure he's blessed. I'm blessed to see that he's still here, alive, to able to at least be there for his kids and his family. At the end of the day, like this wrestling shit, it is what it is. He had his career, but I'm just happy that he is alive and well today. Like that's just a really good thing, and that he's able to share his story in 
I feel like it goes to a lot of people. If you know your health ain't right, go to a fucking doctor. But but definitely shout out to the doctors for being there for Triple H and shout out to his wife for getting him pushing him to go to that uh, go to the places that he need to be. But um overall like Triple H has one hell of a career in terms of being a wrestler, a performer in ring. Uh his you can even go on the corporate side, like that's a whole different story in itself. You know, a lot of you people need owe that man and him and his family an apology, but that's a different story. But uh we're here to talk about Triple H's career briefly. And uh, before I go, we got to point out certain legendary promos of his. Uh, that's just overall freaking legendary in itself. Uh, we'll start off with J- pretty much his interview with JR, where Without he kind of breaks into right. He's I don't need the game. anybody else, JR. This is about me. I don't need to be in a clique anymore. I don't need to be in DX anymore. This is about me. It's about me reaching my goals. You know, and while we're at it, this goes back a long way, JR. This goes back to the clique. This goes back to Madison Square Garden. Me walking in the ring and saying goodbye to my friends. That's four years ago. You're damn right it's four years ago, and every day it's eating a hole in my stomach, JR. <laughs> Every single day. Watch your language. What, you, you want me to shoot with this interview? I'm gonna f-ing shoot with it. I'm gonna tell you how I feel, whether you like it or not. It's about four years ago, Madison Square Garden, I walked to the ring to say goodbye to my friends, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Shawn Michaels. Who got punished for that, JR? Me. I did. You know why? Because you didn't have the Nobody in the office had that to do it to anybody else. <laughs> they did it to me. Why? Because I was the easy one. I was the one that would take it. Good old Triple H, he'll rise to the occasion later on. Don't worry about it, he'll come through. We can take care of that now, punish him, get rid of that. He'll come back later. Well, you know what? That makes me sick in my stomach. Every time I look at you guys, it makes me sick to think what you did to me, holding me back. He ain't tell no lies in that promo. And then I think we all know and love this one right here. competition. (laughs) Over 50,000 fans have already bought tickets for this WrestleMania, and they're still buying them. Booker, I, I, I think you're a little bit confused about your role in life here. I think you're a little bit confused. You see, Booker, you're going to get to go to WrestleMania, but you see, the fact is, Booker, Somebody like you doesn't get to be a world champion. You see, people like you don't deserve it. That's reserved for people like me. But he paused and we like, let that sink in. See, Book, that's where the confusion is. Your confusion is, see, you... You're not here to be a competitor. You're here to be an entertainer. That's what you do. You entertain people. Hell, you entertain me all the time. Go ahead, Book. Why don't you entertain? Go ahead. Do a little dance for me, Book. Dance? Go ahead. Give me one of those spinneroonies. <laughs> Point being, Triple H has plenty of funny 
epic moments from promos to matches. Uh, we go on for days, but uh, I let you guys uh, uh, talk about how y'all feel about Triple H's retirement and his overall career. I think. Um, uh, oh, go ahead, Tyler. Uh, I think uh, for one, he had a, a great career. And that's that's undoubted. Uh, his retirement, it seemed like it was coming. It was coming to that point at some point anyway, but it's just unfortunate that you know that it happens under these circumstances. But like you know, like you said, what most important thing is you know he still has his health. He's you know recovering. You know he's still here with us. Um, so you know happy you know that he's still here. Um, but yeah, he had a he had one of those careers that you know if you're a wrestler, that's somebody that you would strive to be, especially as a heel. I I truly believe that Triple H is probably the best heel of all time. Like he knew how to to garner that heat and keep it at the same time because there'd be times where like he'll be a couple of his face turns it was still hard to believe that he was a face like he was still he would still get those cheers but he would still do stuff where it's like yeah they, it's not that he can't be the be the face but he's he's such a good bad guy that it's it's undeniable and that was that's a that's a skill to be as good of a heel as he is Um, Triple H is just amazing. Uh, I always thought that, you know, I always consider yourself a great heel if people can hate you. If you ain't got nobody hating you and you got more cheer- cheers than you got booze, you ain't no heel. Um, you're quite opposite. You're a face. You're just the edgy one. Yeah. Um, like, you know, or you can say you're a tween or whatever. I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like, Steve Austin always had to be a face. You can't make Steve Austin heal. You know what I'm saying? But Triple H was always that perfect. He was always the perfect heel for for good baby faces, too. Because you wanted them. You wanted them to win. Like, especially when people believe Triple H had, like, a golden shovel. Even though Triple H, <laughs> the air. out of all the... Out of all the... The, the big ones, the big names, Triple H has had, he, he has been put on his back more time. You can name the amount of people he fucking put over on big stages. Cena, Randy, Batista, Daniel, fucking um, shit, Seth, Roman, Taker, and he ain't even young. He, have all, he, he has laid on his back at WrestleMania a billion times. Um, just to um, just to make you know, make sure that 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 that, that, that you know, star and shit like that is, is made, and especially when it comes to people like Seth and Daniel, like Triple H and Daniel Bryan got one of the best opening WrestleMania matches of all time, of all time. Just just an amazing match of just two competitors going at it. With a great storyline behind it, and Triple H paying a perfect heel, beating the dog shit out of Daniel Bryan. Um, then you have, uh, you know, um, you know his legendary moments with Shawn, legendary moments with Cena, uh, legendary moments with 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 Randy when he was both times when he was a heel and a face. 
Um, when he was a face when he busted into Randy Creer with the leather jacket. Oh yeah. Nigga thought nigga thought Triple H was going to jail. Um, I remember coming to school after that, and that's all niggas talked about was Triple H busting into Randy Orton's crib. Um, this my thing is, you know, he could do a scorpion, you know, fl- flip with a Canadian destroyer off the top rope on the on a bunch of thumb nap, thumb thumbtails, thumbnacks, whatever it's called, um, thumbtacks. There we go, but. If you ain't got no memorable moments, I don't consider you one of the greats. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't got moments that when I can look back at, if I'm in my old age and how I look back at now from when I was a shorty and I see those moments, are you really one of the greats? Nah, you was just there. Like, Triple H got moments. That's all you strive for for a wrestler is moments. That's all I would strive for. I want people to remember me. You know? And that's how we are remember Triple H. And then, you know, one thing I always felt was disrespected was niggas never giving Triple H his promo dudes, bro. Like, man, man was man is probably a top five promo in the E, period, of all time. Oh, yeah. It, just because what he can convey. Like, there's even we put them two promos there because, you know, that's some of his famous ones, good or bad. It's still plenty. It's the promo more. where he said to Seth Rollins when Seth came back from the ACL, MCL tears and shit like that. Told that nigga, told that, what'd he say? He told that he man, said, uh, you, wanna, you want these fans to like you, but gee, you, know, you ain't making money unless the uh, mugs hate you, gee. I was like, I felt yeah, that. He told man, he said, he said, bro, I just, he said something. He said a bar. He said a fucking bar. It, like that promo has been pop. That promo been popping up in Twitter nonstop too since he, since. Bro, the, he said. Okay, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Triple H. But like Triple H got plenty of bars, promos, like even just moments where you just sit there and be like, bro, like he made he makes Jr. literally hate him with a passion. <laughs> like. This, and it's just how he sells the moment, like even with the Booker T thing. It's not, it's not even just the fact he said what he says. The chewing on the gum, just looking at you like, yeah. like, like you like you a scum, or just the perfect timing of just like letting that goofy little smirk off. Like, I'm about to fuck you over. <laughs> like you about to get screwed over here, or even just moments like even when Randy won the belt. He had Batista lift him up, and he just gave him thumbs up to go thumbs down. This is just like moments. <laughs> it's moments, G. Like you can't get mad at it, G. Like you can't get mad at those. Like how he sells and makes you believe, want to hate him. Like even leading up to the matches, and even just how you just beat the dog shit out of people. <laughs> it lead with the lead ups. Like like everybody. Like you can even go back to the test. Uh, Stephanie and Tess marriage situation. That man dead ass. <laughs> hey, well he like that's what I legit hated Triple H, and like so like I know this is very uh, a fucked up opinion, but I as a kid I thought Tess was cool. <laughs> as a kid, that's just, like I said, as a kid I ain't know no better. I thought Tess was that guy, bro. So I was I hated that nigga for ruining that nigga marriage. I want him to be happy. And then he sat there and took his chick. Then Triple H proceeds to whoop his ass. 
<laughs> for like the whole time they just continue to just beat his ass. G, like who does that? Seriously, uh, Daytra, you find a thing? Not yet. Yeah. So hold on. But yeah, I'm like he he sells you on like wanting to root for the face, and that's what a heel is supposed to do. Even during his God tier heel run, he made you want. Even if it was somebody like as literally as much as I'm a, a Sheldon, Sheldon Benjamin fan, I was. Gee, he made that match he had against Sheldon Benjamin. I was like, gee, please Sheldon, take this belt off this nigga. Please. Or even going as far back as he, his matches with uh, Mick Foley and Mankind. Oh, which, yeah. That's, those that's really, those elevated Triple H to that level. Like, yeah. So I found it. Okay. My bad. So he told this nigga. He told this nigga, um, you you know, yeah, you would rather what you would rather what the locker room said if you a nice guy. He said <laughs> he said, um, you you weren't about going home and sleeping well. He's like, like, why go home and sleep well when you can eat well? And some shit like that, bro. Yo, that was like, yo, yeah, he was, he was I felt that. He said, was why sleep? Bars, bro. He said, yeah, why he sleep like, well when you can eat well? Oh like oh, no, yo. He said, he said, I'll, I'll rather eat good than sleep good, bro. Like, that nigga, bro. Mm-mm-mm. Like, G. Like, G. Real nigga shit right there, bro. But, like, Triple H is definitely that guy. Like, he, like you can't, t- like, he's he's the essential part of the Attitude Era going to the Ruthless Aggression Era. And even, like, boosting up the current era of wrestlers that we have with Roman and Seth being like those the top guys that they are now he helped put them there like he legit helped put them there and he's the central figure in like legit like our era of wwe like he's legit that guy and like yeah he he beat the test of time the sands of time when it came to it because the man had fucked his quad up like four times four different times and still proceeded to for one, finish those matches and then proceed to literally have a great career because of it, G. Like, you have to give the man his flowers and his credit regardless how you feel about it. Like, you have to give yeah. the man his credit. Yeah, are legend, man. It's like, this is about to actually, you know, we, we don't see Triple H often at Manias, but, yeah. like, I, man, this is really about to be, he can't do a Mania, that's why he's not here. You know, that's surreal. Yeah. Uh, y'all keep talking for a little bit. I'll be right back. But yeah, um, Triple H is goaded. Uh, he got a bunch of great matches. I would. Th- I even think some of his uh, newer matches when he's not as athletic and stuff like that is still good because he know how to play a perfect heel. Um, Triple H is also a goaded. He can sell his ass off. Sell offense. Um, yes, like that's not talked about a lot when it comes to trip. I mean, Hunter, um, he he sells his ass off, man. Um, he literally when they remember that one uh, show they had back in the day. Was it Jack or was it the the early version of Tough Enough or something? It was one of those two. But he's basically in the ring telling all like the uh, you know the up and comers. He was showing them exactly how you're supposed to sell. And the um, same way. Doing it in there translated over to the ring. He's literally doing the same exact thing. 
I remember when Triple H cut the cut the hair off and went with authority. Authority figure Triple H, people got tired of. I always thought it was cool. Um, you need a big bad all the time. And Triple H always being a big bad moment. Um, and just, just what he, he giving back to wrestling. He did it with NXT. He gave back to wrestling with that. Just putting on something that hardcore fans want to low-key see. He did that. Um, he still doesn't get enough credit for Like I think he gets more credit for it now. But like the past couple of years before this, like I feel like he wasn't getting enough credit for for basically he helped. I don't know no, necessarily want to say he ushered in a new era of wrestling, but he damn sure did a lot to put a lot of guys that you see on TV now in position to be where they are now. Like like you said, we said Roman Triple H. I mean Roman and um and Seth, but it's a lot of like that whole program that he puts together. From the beginning of NXT, from whatever it was in the beginning to what it is now, like that, he even I think he even had an interview recent uh, within like the last year or so where he talked about it how, you know, the way NXT was set up, it was set up to give guys a chance that you know they've been on the circuit for years but couldn't find that you know that okay. spot to break in yet, and NXT was that spot for a lot of guys, especially smaller guys. Like we wouldn't see as many guys you know, as the size that they are now with, you know, it they wouldn't be as big right now or they would have, you know, he he opened the door for a lot of those guys. He, he made a space for those guys. And now it's evolved into a point where, okay, we got, we got the, the developmental side there. Now we have a full platform for whether you were a wrestler before this or not, we got a spot for you. Yeah. Where you could learn and you could come up, you know, through the ranks, whether this is what you want to continue to do, uh, to do, or if you want to use this as a stepping stool to something else, so he get he needs a lot of respect and credit in that regard as well. Yeah, I yeah, it's man, <laughs> Triple H is just an amazing. It's, it's really surreal. You want to know that you think will wrestle forever, like Taker, like Cena, <laughs> fuck. Like Jericho, you just would never think you would see retire like show. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's, it always comes that time. Uh, and it's, it's just going to be surreal watching him go into his Hall of Fame. And it's one of those, you know, everybody never say never type thing, bro. And with Triple H, you oh, yeah, Triple H is definitely going to go back in the ring, one, you know, once in a while, right? Man's got defibrillated, man. Yeah, that is, he, there's no way. Back. Like, especially in a, you got to factor in the amount of technology. The last thing you need is that man to potentially get zapped. Yeah. But that's the point of a defibrillator for his heart goes out. But, yeah. But you know, he don't want, he don't want for people to see, say, as his heart do go on the ring, and he see the fucking thing inside his chest sparking him back up. Like, nobody wants to see that shit. Yeah, also, nobody true. wants to see that scar, too, because they have to open his chest up. But, yeah. um... Sad man, it's bittersweet. I'm glad he got his flowers. I thought that nigga died when I woke up. To tell you the fucking truth, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Because everybody making Triple H videos and saying, "Man, yeah. damn, that's crazy and shit like that." I'm like, "What is going on?" <laughs> like, I bet not see Triple H bad and fucking and 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 of a heart attack or something like that. But you know, um, just crazy, man. Just crazy. It is. 
Now, oh, also, uh, that nigga Triple H is four for four of all his songs, and that's rare. Oh yeah, G. Oh, whenever, cool. whenever we decide to finally do our rankings of wrestlers with the best themes, he's, bro, no, he's easily number one, easily, easily. And you got throwing it, and you got throwing the fact that he, the DX uh, song part of it too. So we gotta throw a DX, you gotta throw evolution. You gotta throw a DX you gotta evolution. Throw the authority, so the bow down to the king. The, you know, it's a cheat code. He had motorhead in his back pocket, but bro, like. This nigga Triple H have bangers, bro. Like the game is still. I am the game. You know how to play me. I am control, no, bro. Like that shit. That shit hit. It like, did. Like, like, bro. Like, bro. Just that. Come on. He's a legendary. He legendary. Legendary. When niggas talk about they never gonna make stars again like that, that is true. Even I believe believe like new stars are gonna get made, but you ain't replicating Triple H. Yeah. Nobody ever gonna do the spit take and motherfuckers look at you the same, bro. Like, come on, man. No lies. Shit's crazy, man. No lies told, but yeah, but we definitely gonna miss Triple H being being here doing his stuff, Dizzle. At the end of the day, like I'm just happy that he's alive and well. And regardless, like he's still gonna be he's gonna be around behind the scenes, like. Like, regardless, he's going to be around. Like, he's going to be around for a decent amount of time in terms of just the operations of wrestling and WWE in itself. And, like, regardless, I'm glad that tons of talent, whether they uh with NXT now or even was, like, they gave him his flowers uh, and just shows how much he meant to that brand and to those wrestlers. Still fuck Ryback because he just had to be an asshole about it. But, uh he has to live with that one day. He's going to have to answer to God himself about that. <laughs> but um, He's answering so, for it now because nobody in the wrestling community wants to see him do shit worth the wrestling ever again. Like, Which is, that's, that's, that's the fucked up part, but he has to live with that forever. Um, but yeah, but let's go ahead and move on to uh, our, uh, WrestleMania vibes. So, WrestleMania is this upcoming... Uh, Shit, what? Saturday. Saturday, starting Saturday. God damn. Thank <laughs> God be... I'm off, bro. Me, uh, yeah, I'm off Saturday, but Sunday, I'm probably, I don't even know what my schedule is looking like on Sunday yet, but I'm glad. But literally, one thing I do know, I'm about to literally finesse some shit because uh, nigga ain't about to sit there and be driving all damn day. I'm about to literally, but Saturday is going to be a probably the longest day for wrestling because you have NXT stand and deliver <laughs> and night one of mania <laughs> and then also Friday and this stuff is Friday night is going to be tight because you got Smackdown is going to be the pre-show then you got the Hall of Fame immediately afterwards also shout out to the Steiner brothers finally getting into the Hall of Fame we finally yes, get we getting that Scott Steiner Hall of Fame promo that we all needed in life and I just can't wait to see them get their flowers, especially Scott Steiner, because, uh, hey, like I know how that man feels about that company. But I'm just happy to see the Steiner brothers do get their flowers. They are one of the greatest tag teams to ever do it. Uh, and it's just I'm just happy for them. And I'm more than likely, Brian Breaker is going to induct them. So we'll see where that goes. But I'm happy for the Steiner brothers um, to get be the final inductees. Um, but yeah, so this is gonna be a a lot of fucking wrestling this weekend though. So and and that's not even counting uh 
the fact that Impact has a big show. Uh, AEW still going to try to do something to grass ratings. And uh, ROH, uh, Supercard, whatever the hell the thing is going on as well. So, lots of freaking wrestling. But uh, we're going to focus on the WWE product. So, I'm going to... Uh, we're gonna start with stand and deliver. Uh, Aw, what the fuck, man? We're gonna knock. The, look, we're gonna run through stand and deliver. So literally, because uh, most of these matches I don't give a fuck about. Prime example: the women's tag team uh, NXT tag team match. For one, Toxic Attraction still. Damn, <laughs> did they just leave? Oh, Tyler left. No, uh, I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, but uh, what? I don't know. What Tyler phone probably dialed. He'll come right back. Let's see. But uh. NXT's tag women tag tag belts are on the line. Toxic Attraction versus Dakota Kai and a returner Raquel Gonzalez. I am surprised this is they even chalked that up, but I know that they did. Toxic Attraction beat the hell out of Wendy Chu, so I guess they had to bring Raquel back sooner than later. But I think even one of the chicks on Toxic Attractions supposedly rumored to be hurt, so. But I think it's time to get the belts off them. So I think Dakota Kai and Raquel is back. Oh, okay, Tyler's back in the right time. Uh, Tyler, you watched NXT today, right? No, I actually was. I was asleep before I, we even got on the pot. So I missed right. what was going on. But All right. well, Raquel this, is back. This, is, this week was going to be a, a, a filler episode anyway going into. Uh, well, the filler was Raquel coming back tag team with Dakota Kai for Toxic Attraction. So, but uh, yeah. Who cares about that match, though? Uh, then, next match we have is the triple threat tag team match between the Imperium niggas, the Creed brothers, and MSK. Uh, also, breaking news with MSK, Nash Carter allegedly might get Me Too, so uh, we'll see where that goes. But, yep. but at the same time, uh, either Imperium retains or I got the Creed brothers winning. Uh, it's, I think it's the Creed Brothers' time, uh, but also I think we're in the middle of Imperium running NXT, so we'll see where that goes from there. But uh, who y'all got? Uh, I got the Creed Brothers. I, yeah, I guess Creed. Yeah, Creed Brothers. Well, also, matter of fact, it might not be them because it might be some shenanigans going on with it. Because last week's episode said that the real attackers that attacked them originally at the last yeah uh, they, at they, they beat up the lock they destroyed the lock their locker room so so we'll see where that goes that's gonna play a part to who wins that match so that's a wait and see for me i'm a wait wait and see all right then we have the tomas tomaso champa's last nxt match where he fights tony d'angelo uh I believe Ciampa is going to leave, uh, win and leave NXT with a W. This is like a gimme here. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, you know. Yeah. Put it like that. Yeah, we'll see where things go. But NXT, they, most times if you leave NXT, they like to lose with the L. But we'll see. Uh, then we have LA Knight, who is also on time to get the fuck out of NXT watch where he fights Gunther formerly known as Walter uh I expect the lap, at least 15 gunshot Walter chops um and a Walter win so yeah yeah I'm taking Walter on this one should be a, a nice match though 
All right. Yeah, Walter. Yep, see, easily. Uh, then we have um, the women's Fatal 4-Way NXT Women's Championship match. Uh, after Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai finessed the uh, Dusty Cup for women, they chose to put get their title shot through a Fatal 4-Way for the belt where they fight Mandy Rose and Cora Jade. Uh, I, I, well, I'm a believer that it's time to get the belt off uh, Mandy Rose. Cora Jade don't have that time yet. Uh, and Io Shirai is on main roster watch. Uh, so Kaylee Ray is probably winning this match. Yeah. I think that's probably about the right route to go with. Mandy Rose, I would say, I mean, I haven't been paying attention a whole lot to the run. But from from the way they book, they booked her as a solid as a solid champion. So I guess she, you know, she did what she what she needed to do with it. It's about that time. Yeah, it's, it's her time to go back up as well. But um, so yeah, so um, then we got the NXT North American uh championship Fatal Five Way Ladder Match, where we have Carmelo Hayes, Santos Escobar, Solo Solo. Uh, Grayson Waller and Cameron Grimes. Uh, oh, Cameron Grimes made it back in. So yeah, that's he, my that, he's my original pick to end up winning the match. So I'm gonna go with Cameron Grimes. I think Carmelo uh, retains. I wouldn't be shocked at that either. Yeah, I think Carmelo retains or uh, Grimes, Grimes might win, but I think it's Hayes to win, and then uh, Hayes and Grimes might have a feud, but. Grimes and Santos Escobar are on also on main roster get called up time too. Especially Grimes. Like he been ready and plus he has a character. Um then we have the main event, Dolph Ziggler versus Braun Breaker for the NXT belt. Uh it's only right that Braun Breaker more than likely wins this match. Uh yeah, this is an easy one. Braun Breaker wins. Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker. Yep, see. All right, so off to WrestleMania time. So at this point, this should be the final card. There should be nothing else fucking added. The only thing that might get flipped around is which one certain shit being night one and night two. But this is based on Wikipedia. I don't expect much else to change uh, besides maybe potential pre-show matches. But like I said, SmackDown is... uh the pre-show so night one and this again this is in no particular order uh becky lynch versus bianca belair uh this is has already been probably the more established uh women's title bout uh in rivalry this has been going back since SummerSlam, and you niggas don't believe in the long storytelling but bianca is finally getting her rematch and she did cut Becky Lynch hair uh, on Raw the other night. <laughs> so, uh, getting real personal. But also, once again, Becky Lynch needs to understand you do not touch a black woman's hair. Uh, and she suffered the consequences. Done it one too many times. Exactly. But uh, Bianca Belair should win this match. Like, it's set up for her to win, I believe, at this point. All right. So, I'm standing now on the pot and just – and. Prayer, it doesn't happen. I hope Becky Lynch don't cut this woman's braid. Oh, yeah, G. 
that's the last thing. That's the, the G. That's the last thing. That's the last thing. That's the last thing. Look, I feel like it's going to happen one day. It's set up for Bianca to have a hair versus hair match against somebody. So I feel like it may happen one day. This is not the time. This is not it. <laughs> this is not the time right now at all. So, yeah. But, um, but yeah. So let's just hope it don't get to that point. We will see. But uh, who y'all got? Bianca or Becky? I got Bianca. But my head's saying Becky. So. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. But it's it's just the the doubts of are they really about to let Bianca have back-to-back Mania wins. But you kind of need a Mrs. WrestleMania, and you can make Bianca that. So... Um, next we got our first celebrity featured match, the Mysterios versus Miz and Logan Paul. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if Miz and Logan Paul win this match. Uh, I'm giving it to Mysterio and them. Miz eat the fall. I, you know, I I do say Logan Paul surprise motherfucker. So yeah. Hey, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Um, then we have Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. They really should have added stipulation to this match. But yeah, this is probably the skip. But Drew more likely wins. Yeah, it's set up for Drew to win. They tried to take that man out. He's winning his match. Yeah. Uh, then we have the SmackDown tag titles, the Usos versus Shinsuke and Rick Boogs. Uh, I think the Usos continue uh, holding the belt, so I don't think Shinsuke and Boogs is the guys to take them out. It should be a good match, though. Yeah, Rick Boogs is, yeah. is turning out to be a really good tag team partner. Boogs is going to like look. Is he's going to probably he's another two three years away from kind of being a featured guy. Like he he got it. He just got to change his ring attire. Um, ain't gonna happen. Probably won't. But uh, next, we got the New Day, specifically King Woods and Kofi and Sir King Sir Kofi Kingston versus Sheamus and Rich Holland. Honestly, I think they should just let Pete Dunne be in this match instead of Ridge. But I think he is. I think, I think they're using I Sheamus. Think it's a handicap. No, it's just no. At least right now, it's saying Sheamus and Ridge Holland. That could change, honestly. So it could be a combination of the three. So don't we'll matter see. who they wins as long as Pete Dunne don't take the fall. Pretty much, we're we're yeah. all for that. Um, then we got Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Either this is gonna be the worst match in the uh, of the night. Or this is going to be the most surprising match because if it's really good, I'm giving Charlotte all the praise and credit for carrying Ronda. She always does good when she has to work, uh, you know, five times harder to get yeah. somebody over. So, but um, but also I think Charlotte wins. I think Charlotte wins. But even though I did hear that Ronda is going to stick around for a minute because she is promoted for uh, 
the next couple of months for some shows, but I think Charlotte wins. I think it's set up for Ronda to win, but I would I kinda want Charlotte to win to be honest. I'm not Charlotte's winning. I mean, Ronda's winning. I don't want I don't want Charlotte to win either. There's no point of any of it. Honestly, it should have <laughs> been Sasha. But it should have we all know this. Yeah. <laughs> we all know this. We know this for a fact. <laughs> Just you shrug at the end of the day. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not all that invested into this match to begin. With, I haven't been invested. Like you said, in I would rather. I want to wait and see if it's gonna surprise me. That's what exactly. I'm, I'm like. That's why I said this is either gonna be the worst match of the card, or the most surprising because it's it's either or. Like I, I'm not. It's it ha, it's gonna be either or. Uh, then they at least as of right now, they're saying it's gonna be night one. Uh, Seth Rollins versus more than likely is gonna be Cody Rhodes. It could be fucking Elias. Elias. The niggas gonna be happy. <laughs> Gee, if it's Elias, niggas gonna be triggered. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, more than likely, it's just at this There's point, it's Cody Rhodes. And I'm gonna start watching WWE forever. <laughs> yeah, at that point, at that point, we're officially separated wrestling and uh and basketball. At that point, because if Shane McMahon runs out to that ring, gee, it's over with. Here comes the money. Here we go. I'm going to hear it. Bro, I'm going to be in the party that day. G, Daytra's going. All you're going to hear is Daytra saying, I'm done. Turn the app off. I'm like, yep. (laughs) (laughs) That nigga turn the app off. You're going to hear him turn the app off. G, it's over with. But, but yeah, but if it's cold, but more than likely, eight times out of ten, it's probably going to be Cody Rhodes. Um, Who wins? I don't know. Honestly, I really don't. I think it should be a good match, though. It, it will be a good match. It's Seth Rollins at Mania, and Cody Rose got a lot to prove to herself. Uh, but I'm going to go with, I think Cody gets the W. <laughs> I think Cody wins. Uh, if it's not Cody, uh, Seth Rollins wins. But I think Cody wins if it's Cody. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go with Cody. For the most part, yeah. It's just it's just the image of Shane McMahon coming out there. Here comes the money. Here we go. Don't think it's Goldberg, bro. And I was dead, bro. I would. Hey, I, I wouldn't be mad. Honestly, I wouldn't be mad. But I'll be, I'll be mad at the same time because I'm like I want this nigga to just disappear forever. But yeah. Um, night two, we got the fatal four away for the women's tag WWE women's tag match. Uh, Queen Zelina and Carmella versus Sasha and Naomi. Um, KO, KO, and Steve oh, Austin. Oh, yeah, main in night one. So, I don't even, I don't even know whether to call it a match or not, but literally, Stone Cold Stunner and that nigga, plain and simple. That's and it, it ends with Stone Cold Stone drinking Cold. beer. People it's, are mad and like. A match should be the main event, but nigga, it's Stone Cold. It's, it's Stone that's, Cold that's, in Texas. Yeah, that's there's no way in hell, especially if you planned on having Charlotte in in uh, Ronda main event over that. They were going, they's going shit on that. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Gee, we're about what about nigga? What goes after that? Steve Austin in Texas with Kevin Owens. What comes on? The only after way. That? The that's only why it's main eventing. Right. That's what I'm saying. You can't. Only Roman can close that. 
Exactly. And even then, and even then, it's like you just had Stone Cold pop up, stunner, or have a slight brawl against Kevin Owens for like ten minutes, and he's going to drink beer for another ten minutes. Come on now. Yeah. Like I said, I, like it's not a match, but I know what's going to happen. Let's call it what it is. We know what's going to happen. But uh, and also shout out to that Kevin Owens and Stone Cold uh, Broken Skull sessions that's going to drop probably a week or two after this. Um. So why you sign back? <laughs> you think he gonna sit there and say, "Yeah, I saw that check." You know, AEW wanted you. You know, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's gonna say fuck him. <laughs> He's gonna say, "What about that Mount Rushmore tweet? Tell me about it." Trolling. Trolled the fuck out them niggas, bro. <laughs> niggas was hurt. <laughs> niggas was hurt. Uh, but yeah, so night two. Uh, Zelina, Carmella, Sasha, Naomi, Rare Ripley, and Liv Morgan, and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Uh, it to me is Naomi and uh. Naomi and Sasha's to lose. It's time yeah, to get the they, uh, I know it ain't gonna retain. I know that much. But uh they uh they the so over as a tag team. You kinda need them to probably the biggest baby faces on SmackDown to be doing something. Mm-hmm. Um because Ronda damn showing it, so Exactly. So and then you could do I feel like you can do more with them with the belts as of right now. And then they break up Sasha Turn Hill, so Exactly. See, well, we already know, like, literally, or, we already know what the vibes is by SummerSlam. Or it's Naomi's turn to turn here. Eh. <laughs> I'm sorry, G. She she glows. Yeah. <laughs> she glows. That was, that was, I just threw that in there just because. I know. Like, literally, if she's going to turn heel, she's going to jo- she has to officially join the bloodline. But even then. Uh, but, yeah, so it's, it's Sasha and Naomi, though. Uh, carry them belts because it's it don't belts need a legit true reign yeah and they need a the tag division needs a bit of a reset anyway because it's it's just been stale exactly um so next we got johnny knoxville versus Sami Zayn in a pretty much a hardcore match um this is going to probably be the most entertaining match of the the whole weekend there's no doubt about it um I believe Sammy wins, but it's going to be a very entertaining match. We're going yes. like it's going to be very entertaining. Not Bad Bunny, uh, entertaining, but it's going to be a very entertaining match. There's gonna be some bumps. Johnny Knoxville is gonna take some hard bumps in this Bro, match. Bro, gee, that man is going to take a hell of a kick with a trash can and chair in it, in his face. Y'all think we see a flaming table? No. I, I, it'd be nice, but uh, I don't. I don't think so. It'd be funny. No, it'd be funny as hell. There is a flaming table, and it this happened the same night Cody was there, so you can see the bump done <laughs> correctly. But, but at the same time, this, I would. This I how you know. do it. <laughs> that would be a elite troll job right there. But um, <laughs> it it'd be dope to see. But um, I'm I'm very curious to see where this this is gonna be a very entertaining ass match with Sammy wins. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm glad. I'm actually glad to see this match on the card. I'm not usually a big fan of celebrity matches like that, but this one should be fun. Yeah, it is legit set up that way. Uh, Trey, your thoughts? 
Hey, shout out to Sammy Zane. Cool. Uh, next, we got Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Um, I think Austin Theory actually wins this. But yeah. Pat McAfee is going to yeah. put on a show. I don't. This is a coin flip. I think Pat McAfee wins. Um, feel good moment. Also, Pat McAfee gonna really put on a fucking show because that's what he does. Yeah, like um, he literally he put on a show with Adam with uh with Adam Cole and them niggas. Like it's gonna be a fire match. Yeah. So, um, let's see here, and also shout out to Pat McAfee getting arrested. Never mind. But uh, so yeah, the triple threat tag team match: RK Bro, Street Profits, Alpha Academy, uh. Street Profits. Street Profits is set up for them to win. It's set yeah. up for them to win this match. Uh, also, shout to Alpha Academy. Uh, probably being the first ones to do a program with uh, Gable Stevenson. By the way, after this, <laughs> that's a collision course. That is a oh, collision yeah. course. I'm interested to really see how, see what they do with him. Like, I don't have no expectations on it. I don't see them. I don't want. I don't even want to know what's going to happen yet. I just, I'm excited to see what they do with him. I'm and his brother, if his brother ends up popping up with him. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, then, this is probably going to be the match of the whole weekend. Edge versus AJ Styles. Even though Five Edge has been beating the living shit out of AJ Styles the past few weeks. <laughs> this is still going to be a great match. I believe it's a really good setup. I think AJ wins. And it sets up, I think, a good face AJ run that we've been needing for a good minute. Yep, I'm going with AJ. Um, this this been this definitely one of those matches that's been in the making for a long time. Like, I don't know if I wanted to see this more, if I wanted to see AJ versus Cena more. I would probably want to see them both just the same, but still, like, I've been wanting to see a a face AJ versus a heel Edge. For a very long time, like if we got this one, they is both in a prime. Man, oh yeah, it'll been a it'll been a show. Uh, then, even though I think this might be switched to night one, but uh, Bobby Lashley makes his return versus Omos. Uh, I believe Bobby Lashley wins. Um, yeah, instead of for Bobby to win. Yeah, this could be an opening match. To be honest, uh, hell no, you ain't, you don't open with this, no. Like this is a, a fifth break, bro. Yeah, like as much as like I love Bobby and I like almost I'm Amos whatever the fuck his name is. If I'm at if I'm at Mania, ten minutes. I'm going to the bathroom, or I'm about to get something to eat, or I'm about to buy a t-shirt. This is that time, unfortunately. (laughs) But literally, I'm happy to see uh Bobby Lashley back. But but and even for almost, it's it's a. It's a W for either or, so it, it don't matter. Then, uh, the greatest match in WrestleMania history, as it's being dubbed as, uh, Farm, Brock Lesnar versus God Mode, Roman Reigns, and the winner takes all match, or AKA we're going to unify the belts for probably no more than a month, uh, this is literally the cap off Roman's run at this point, uh, as the legit solidify this two year run that we've been having in the making now. Uh, that he gets his, I legit beat Brock Lesnar W, 
Uh, I think it will be a great match. Um, probably the best match they have between the two, but um, Roman wins. But I think it's going to be a really entertaining match. Yeah, I got Roman winning this one. Yeah. This is, that would just be the perfect, you know, stamp on his. I know they got Brock being babyface, but this is perfect to rewrite the wrong that happened at, you know, that WrestleMania seven fucking years ago. So, yeah. All right. So, we'll, like I said, it will be entertaining. Uh, if Roman chokes Brock out, He's holding the belt for another year, by the way. If he chokes, if he chokes Brock out, you think Roman oh, holds yeah. it till the Rock comes? He ain't no well, fuck the Rock because he's gonna choke no. the Rock out. So what difference does it make? <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna say no, mainly because you, I, it don't like that specific. When they get to that level, there's no need for the belt because yeah, Roman's you, already you find a the way before then. You, know, you, you, know. you gotta find a way before him at that point. But um, but I think he drops the belt before then if they do go ahead and do that. Like we we talked about it off the pod. Like there's gonna there's gonna be some shenanigans with him losing that belt. Anyway. Exactly, he's going to lose it before then. Uh, but honestly, if he it, like, so I'm gonna pay attention to how Roman wins. If he chokes Brock out, he's not he's holding that belt for a good minute. If he just wins by spear, cool. But it's Roman. Gets niggas out the pain if he's choking you. <laughs> if he chokes you out, it's different. G. It's different. Yeah, and it's like after that, it's like, what do you? It's at nothing that, else that that you can do. Yeah, at you that can't point, say you can't say that he. That's the pro, that's probably more legitimate way of him beating him than him pinning him. Yeah, because Brock Lesnar, the only I think the only person to make Brock tap out in the E ever was Kurt Angle. Yeah, and even then, I don't think it was, that was a legit like twenty years ago. Yeah, and I, I don't even think that was a legit like on record. I believe I don't remember at least. No, that was um, SummerSlam. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. But yeah, so prime example of got Brock got to respect you, but um, but yeah, but Mania weekend shall be very, very entertaining, long. I applaud anybody. Who I applaud anybody who is who going to both shows. Shout out to your bank account. Shout out to the uh, the job that you have that gave you that PTO. I applaud you. I hope you took Monday off, cause that's a lot of goddamn wrestling to take in. G. If you're just going to one night, enjoy yourself. Be safe. Wrestling fans, don't scare the hoes. Like, there are some decent wrestling hoes out here, G. Don't scare the hoes. They're going to do it. You know they, they are, will, But don't scare, the, don't scare the good-looking wrestling women out here. There is some out here. Um, but, yeah, point all this being, enjoy yourselves in Dallas, Texas. Don't do the most. If, if Elias pops up, don't boo Elias. He hasn't been around since his vignettes. So it is what it is when it comes to that. But yeah. Um but yeah, so overall, uh just enjoy this mania weekend. Even uh the the other wrestling promotions that's gonna try to have their moments as well. Enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. Like this is this is this is the Super Bowl of wrestling right here. That's why everybody else tries to do programs around the same time. 
it's that big. You want your you want attention. Hopefully we'll be there next year. Um, it's in LA next year. Oh we, oh we, it's gonna be lit. Yeah, that's <laughs> a that's a real trip. That's, that's a real. That's trip. legit a trip. <laughs> that's legit going to be a trip. But yeah, so, uh, but yeah, so that's it. If you're watching us, um, that this is the wrestling portion of Threes from the Ring. We appreciate you guys for watching it. And even if you wrestling, you don't fuck with basketball. Watch, check it out anyway, G. Or share it with your homie. But like, comment, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring. For we will be uh, giving our live takes of Mania as well during uh, the weekend as well. So make sure you follow us for that as well. And thanks for listening. And if you on the audio side, stay tuned for the basketball end as well. But alright. We back. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, welcome to Threes from the Ring. This is uh, the basketball portion of Threes from the Ring. Uh, follow us on Twitter at 3S from the Ring. And like, comment, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. If you're on this audio side, we, we back on this. So, with that all being said, NBA is in its final couple of weeks. Um, the Easter Conference is a war zone. The Western Conference is pretty much... One and two is kind of set at this point, and the play-ins for both conferences are looking really freaking interesting in itself. Um, plenty of places we can go here, but let's start off with the Brooklyn Nets. As uh, as of last Thursday, New York City got met was met. New York City's mayor was met by the Yankees mafia, and they told them, "Hey, if Aaron Judge isn't allowed to hit 50 home runs this uh, season," We're on your ass. And the mayor immediately said, okay, I apologize. All uh, The the max the vaccine van date is over with, and Kyrie's able to play basketball. And Kyrie better give his money to the Yankees because he wouldn't be playing home games right now. But with all that being said, Kyrie's back 24-7. Since then, I think the Brooklyn Nets has probably lost two of their last four. Like they fifty fifty since then, uh, so they still looking a little shaky in itself. But as of right now, the biggest question is: is the Brooklyn Nets somebody to be feared of, or or like what 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 should we think of the Brooklyn Nets right now? I got I got mixed feelings, like because it. They don't. They don't have the consistency. I would say to um to you know that convinces me that they're gonna go all the way. Now, if they do, more power to them. They earned it because, like you said, the, the East is gonna be a dog fight no matter who faces who. Somebody's getting slapped up, but I it, it could go either way with them because you have two top tier talents in Kyrie and KD. And if anybody's going to really get you some some wins, it's going to be them two. But if they wind up seeing somebody like the Bucks in the first round, they're going to need the their supporting cast is going to have to step up for sure. Like they have to, they 
the supporting cast has to get them su- something. Because the Bucks supporting cast is solid all around. Yeah, like, this is my thing with the Nets. Should they be feared? Hell fucking yeah, because you got a nigga named Kevin fucking Durant and a very motivated Kyrie Irving, who's healthy at the time being. Both are healthy for the time being. So, should they be feared? Most definitely. They're the most dangerous, either eight or seven seed possible. Um, so, you have to take them as a threat if you are a one or two seed. Same time, if you're a team like the Bucks, in my opinion, you have a nigga named Giannis, and there's nobody on that roster who is going to stop him from getting 40. He just gave fucking Embiid 40. And Matisse Tybo, and those are top 10 defenders in this league. And he gave them 40 tonight with ease. But with that said, you also have a Kevin Durant. But you at least have bodies to throw at Kevin Durant. You have bodies to throw at Kyrie. You have nobody to stop Giannis. And God forbid Chris Middleton gets hot. But back to the Nets. This is my thing with the Nets. It is going to fall for them. It is going to be a very matchup-centric thing because I think they can beat anybody who ends up top one, two, or the East. But... The team that you should want to avoid is the Bucks, but if it's anybody else, you more than likely will win that series. The Heat, I'd consider as a joke come playoff time, and we're going to talk about them later. But if you are uh, the opposition of the Nets, your best bet is that you either hope that KD and Kyrie don't have a legendary performance because they have to be legendary for that team to really win. Or at least one of them have to be legendary. Gothbit is both. Then hey, you have a long fucking night. But if it's yeah. both, if one of them is legendary and the other, you have the chance. Because look, prime example, the piss they beat the Pistons by three um, tonight. But if both are legendary, ha ha ha, God bless. But if you can limit them, or at least one of the two, or both of them, you have a chance. That and that and that's really all it means. Like, cause compared, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just last year, but I think the Nets were more comfortable in their roles last year. They role players last year compared to this year. Even though you have a Seth Curry, you have a Drummond. Seth Curry, I believe, is going to be on the floor come crunch time. Yeah, I think so and, too. He should. And like I said, right now, and this is right now. Speaking, of who's active? You notice we have not mentioned Ben Simmons. If Ben Simmons is on the court then I will have an entirely different tone. But Ben Simmons is not on the fucking court. His back hurts. Yeah. So, I was speaking of this, speaking of this, you know, with the, with the assumption that Ben Simmons isn't playing. Yeah, so it's just like if Ben Simmons is not on that court, I feel like he is the huge, the biggest X factor for the Nets. But since he's not available, you still have that question mark in terms of defense. And, like, that's why I feel – if KD and Kyrie is not legendary, they're going to have some tough games come playoff time, no matter who it is. Yeah. Because at least, because defensively, that means KD has to exert more energy. And as much as I respect Bruce Brown's grit and hustle, that nigga is not stopping nobody unless it's Jimmy Butler. <laughs> That's just me being fucking honest. And Drummond, even though he's playing really well, playing really well, Teams is going to play him off the court eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's just – it's more the supporting – the supporting cast, that name isn't Patty Mills and Seth Curry. That 
I'm more concerned about winning Nets. I'm not concerned about Katie and Kyrie as long as they're healthy. And as of right now, they are healthy and they're doing whatever the hell they please. But the Nets are at their best when those two are legendary and they can't be legendary every night. It's just me. It's just they're human at the end of the day. Uh, Daytra, your thoughts on the Nets? I think the Nets are the Nets, man. That's pretty much it. I don't like if Ben Simmons come, they definitely will probably spike up to the favorite. I still think Milwaukee. Uh, man, I'm a Giannis fan, so I believe in Giannis. Um, right here, right now, he's dropping. He get a casual forty points. They don't think none of him. Go to the press conference and tell the reporter dad jokes. Like, this is what he does, man. <laughs> He's playing the game with ease. A defensive – most likely win defensive player of the year this year and also should be the MVP, but it's a narrative season, so <laughs> it's, it's crazy how great the fuck Giannis up, is right He now. has a case. Yeah, he definitely has a case. Um, I think he should win MVP. He's my MVP. Niggas saying Yota because he's playing by himself. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Nigga saying B because he out the line 20 times a year. I don't give a fuck. Look at Giannis, man. The only person who can offer Giannis is Devin Bucket because the Phoenix is the best and, team. This nigga averaged 30, 12, and 6. <laughs> we ain't talking about it. Yeah. So, um, but shout out to him. But um, I will also uh, just say, like, KD is also one of the best players in the league right now. Yes. I'm completely confident in him. I'm not confident in nobody else on that team. Andre Drummond been bitched before. Um, Seth Curry been bitched before. Kyrie. <laughs> the niggas, Milwaukee sent that nigga home before even Giannis emerged, emerged. So, like, um, not really worried on that year. Uh, I like, you know, if Kyrie could come out and say fancy, he dropping a smooth 25 and 6 each game. But yeah, we got it because KD just going to drop 30. That's most of y'all points there. But Drew Holiday is going to give that nigga problems. Nobody's giving KD these problems. Drew Holiday will give that nigga problems. Uh, my nigga Bobby Portis is going to be the best big man on the floor other than Giannis. It's going to get crazy. Um, and like, if you look, like, these niggas, mind you, just went against Philly. Uh, me and Giannis, 40 and 14. Six assists, three blocks. Like, Joel and B couldn't even get to his 30, G. Like, man barely got to the line, too. So Giannis was playing really good defense when it mattered. Or Bobby Portis, who, who, whoever was probably, you know. Um, this is what I mean by like this team, the Milwaukee is so good that I'm not worried about the Bucks. I mean, Milwaukee is so good that I'm not worried about the Nets. These niggas just had a these the Nets just had a fucking drag it out game against the Pistons. But I will give the Pistons credit; they have been playing solid basketball the past couple of weeks. But still, it's the Pistons. Like, it's the Pistons. Kyrie has shot abysmal. By the way, ever since he dropped like 50, shout out to Kyrie averaging 27 points a game because the nigga don't play. Um, <laughs> but Kyrie shot abysmal. Uh, like Seth Curry giving you 11 points in a game in 29 minutes, he only giving you 11? Is that like 
Come on, bro. Like, Gordon Drogic's 26, give you nine points against the Pistons? Who guarded him? Hey, look, bro. Corey Joe, Corey Joe brought a ring to the uh, six, G. <laughs> Nigga, Frank Jackson is still in the league. Hey, also, don't forget K. Dang, K. Cunningham gave them 30. Yeah, G. Who the fuck yeah. are uh, K Cunningham, he, hey, he's gonna know, be a problem, bro. I, I've been saying K Cunningham gonna be a problem, but still, K Cunningham said, "Hey, look, man, I'm gonna fuck with Kyrie on the court. G, <laughs> about to be the best guard on the floor, <laughs> man. Come on, and, and then everybody playing really good, but like, what I'm trying to say is that, like, Brooklyn don't scare me no more. If I'm looking at these standings, and I'm Brooklyn, and I'm Brooklyn going into the play in. Like, I don't know how far the six seed is from Brooklyn, how far the six seed, but I'm going for that. I'm not seeing Milwaukee in the first round because that's a guaranteed exit. It's guaranteed. This Milwaukee chemistry, there's no better teams in the league. There's two teams in the league with better chemistry than Milwaukee right now, and that's maybe Memphis, but most likely Phoenix. How you beat that? Like, you don't. Like you, you gotta, you got you about to insert Ben Simmons in the middle of a playoff, in the middle of not even the middle of the playoffs, in the beginning of the postseason, and we still don't even know if man going to shoot a jump shot. So, at what at what point, you know, why would you do this to yourself? Um, but for me, I just don't, I don't see. I, if I was if I was KD personally. I will see how far the the let me see Toronto. Toronto is oh shit. It's they're forty and thirty six, so it's not too many games, but like they literally will have to win the rest of their games. Yeah, and they've been shaking. And and it's only four. The I, they only have four games left. Oh, you let Charlotte. You let Charlotte. You let Charlotte drop. You I mean you let Charlotte overtake you, and you just send the Heat home. Like they just send the Heat home. The Heat not winning no. The Heat not getting out the first round. But the, the thing Heat only is, get out the first round. This is the thing with started. the East right now, G. One through four keeps flip flopping almost every day. <laughs> I think it's the same. I don't know. The fucking Celtics was the number one seed at one point for some apparent reason. That's what I'm saying. I'm, every day it changes. <laughs> like the so the, the Bucks could be the number Celtics. one seed tomorrow. And I feel so sorry for the Celtics. They lost their center for the rest of the. Yeah, Robert yeah. Williams, that's a tough loss. Huge loss. Uh, but, like, to to be honest with you, man, I just think the East still go through Milwaukee. Yeah. And I think Milwaukee beats everybody. Yeah. And we just get a, a a playoff rematch and Giannis win his second ring. But say, for instance, if Milwaukee get upset, which, you know, not happening. Somebody just going to lose to the Suns. Like, the Suns. We get to that later, but the Suns is playing really good basketball, bro. Oh, I gotta get to door. But yeah, next topic. But yeah, uh, kind of sticking to the East. Uh, the Bulls have finally came back down to reality. Um, like I said, if, if there is still that chance that the Bulls get the Nets, I'm still sticking by it. But um, but it's not looking good either way. But uh, the Bulls have came back down. Nigga, get ready to eat that hot chip, nigga. Because you said that shit. <laughs> now, I, I don't even care if KD was out for the rest of the season. I still want to say that shit, bro. 
The Bulls, you said that shit at the beginning of the season. The Bulls ain't beat nobody. You said that shit in the middle of the season. The Bulls ain't beat nobody. You said that shit now still. Who have the Bulls beat? Not a soul, as as of right now, against one through three. I think, what is it, one through three seeds, they're 0-16. So, hey, it is what it is. But, uh, or is it, oh, I don't know what number it is now, but they have been. It's bad. They haven't won a game against legit contenders. But point being, either way, the Bulls, uh, reality has finally came down on them. Uh, and all the stuff that I've at least started to realize, at least after, by midseason, niggas can't rebound worth a shit. Uh, it's starting to kick them in the ass. And also the fact that Billy Donovan's offense consists of uh, ever since Lonzo been gone, because there's no fucking point guard, uh, has been A, DeMar, ISO, DeMar, pick and roll, A, Zach, do the same shit. The, yeah, and it's offense. like it's it's to the detriment of the team at this point. It's like you can't just you can't just play ISO ball just because you got two guys that can score all night. Teams are going to target that. They're gonna they're gonna target them the whole the whole night. They know who you're going to every single time. Yep. And then Vooch is pretty much about be, is about to become the most hated man on earth. Uh, and after the first round is over with, like yeah, he about he, to he become he already Gold. is, but. It's about to be a whole different level. They're about to literally treat that man like they're gonna say like Robbie Gold. No, not Robbie Gold's a legend. Cody Cody Parkey. Um, I mean, not. I mean, yeah. My mistake. I don't watch but football. Yeah, but, Cody Parkey. Yeah, Cody yeah, they Parkey. They they got him up out of here. Yeah, but point being in all of this, uh, I do feel bad for Vooch, but nigga, all I ask of you is not to play like a play like you fucking seven foot tall. But also, I kind of put some blame on uh, Billy Donovan on that as well because Vooch can be kind of the focal point of the offense outside of the stretch in the fucking floor. So, yeah, because you know the nigga can't defend, but he can rebound. But he hasn't rebounded well all season, which is an issue in itself. So, teams figured out how to play this fucking team and reality is set in. But at least they're right where we thought they were originally going to be, which is... At best, they were a fourth seed. Right now, they're fifth. So they're on actual projections. <laughs> yeah, they still were exactly where I said that they was going to be. They're, they're going to be a one through. They're not going to be no lower than, than five. Yeah, so they're actually played to our preseason projections. It's just reality kicked in for a lot of people. Because there was some people who were saying, oh, championship. Not about to win no fucking championship at no point. I probably thought Easter Conference finals, but they wasn't about to make no fucking finals. Uh, but point being in all of this, the Bulls have reached down to reality. Um, but at the end, end of the day, people need to realize this is still year one of this current roster. Um, and at least you know what needs to be fucking fixed. And that is fine fucking rebounding and more defense. Yes. Because Caruso and the corpse at this point, the lack of knees of Lonzo Ball shouldn't have been the defense of this team. That's just me being outright. Speaking of which, is he is he doing any better? Does anybody know? They they canceled his rehab. So as in like that means that knee is not getting it something's up with that knee. It's probably worse yeah, than he, you think it probably, is. He's probably not gonna be playing. He's in the probably playoffs. not gonna be back at all. So and that's the unfortunate life of Lonzo Ball is injuries. But um 
so yeah, it's, at the end of the day, like you at least like I trust uh AK and uh AK to make right, but like I said, fans at least need to accept the reality, even me, because I drank the Kool Aid a little bit too. But hey, Bulls is still a yeah. good team. It's just no, they're not. It is room for me. They have room for improvement. A lot of we got to we got to cap. We got to stop the cap. They're a good not team. A good team. Not a great team. How? There's a difference. What? Come on. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's let's have a little fun here. Let's have a little fun here. Bulls is the number one seed in the NBA, right? The eighth, the eighth, the eighth seed Philadelphia Six is coming to Chicago. Who wins? We already know. Embiid's going. Embiid and them going to win. The Bulls is the number one seed in the NBA. The AFC Boston Celtics coming to Chicago. Who wins? That should be a fun seven-game series. But I'm probably giving Boston the Celtics. The Bulls is the number one seed in the NBA. I ain't even got to say Milwaukee. I ain't even got to say Brooklyn. The fucking Atlanta Hawks come in. Who wins that series? The Bulls As should we win know that now, series. The Bulls what? should. Bulls. I'm take, I'm the, the Bulls should win that series, but Trey Young Bro, taking them. Yo, Trey Young taking them seven me. games. Trey Young is going to take them to seven, G, because there's yo, nobody to stop I mean, him. Chris, you're not even confident to say the Bulls. You say should. The Bulls should. If they got to win a 10 seat Atlanta, and the only thing that's scaring y'all is a fucking maybe six foot light skinned nigga, it's hilarious. Look, G, that six Hilarious. foot that six foot dude could literally make Brooklyn not be in the playing, but that's that's a huge what if too in itself. But now that's a huge what even if. Even this, bro, even though I think they pretenders, the Miami Heat coming to Chicago, seven game series, who wins? The Bulls should win that series. The Bulls. I'm, I don't no. have no I have no confidence. No, wait. Bam How? Bam How? About put that nigga Vooch Bam put that they nigga Vooch center off the bench going to get Vooch of his buckets. I forget they center. I don't office. even know who the center. Dwayne Dedman? No, 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 no. Um, That's what um, I'm like. Who is they backup center? <laughs> they backup center is. Like, I, I thought it was Dwayne Dedman this whole time. Nope. I thought... They backup center is. Where's that nigga name? Um, Matt Strauss. No, no, that's a shooting guard. And then, <laughs> I mean, Yosef. No, where the fuck is this nigga name? That's why I'm like, bro, dude, it's Dwayne Deadman. Some tall nigga, bro. It was some tall. Bro, white I'm looking, G. I'm basing off yesterday's game, G. Dwayne Deadman had 13 minutes as the backup center. Oh, shit. Never mind. Don't listen to Trail, dude. I'm probably tweaking. But, uh, yeah. Nigga, they win, bro. Like, I don't even like Miami. I don't even like Miami's team. But they like beat the Bulls, the bro. Team, and this is coming from a Chicago dude who wants the Bulls to win. But the Bulls suck. They suck. Like, like they don't beat nobody, bro. You you can't go off the Bulls looking at the last every the last Bulls games, bro, and look at that shit and say they, they're a great I, that's team. That's why I'm they're not no that different. confident. <laughs> they're no different from Utah. They're the Utah of the East. Damn, that's fucked like, up. Nobody, <laughs> Which is funny because they're both the fifth seed. <laughs> nobody look at that shit and be like, "Oh yeah, the Bulls, man, the Bulls is yeah." They no, only it's only you and Charles Barkley and Tyler. I I know what I see. Look, man, I'm I know man, what I, I see. Look, look, I look. 
at the end of the day, there was a point in this season that we was risking that Br- Tony Bradley didn't get injured. <laughs> I've never said that. I, I've been said Tony Bradley needed to not be the backup center. Like this is shit. Like this, this is this is insane. What we got here, bro? Insane, bro. Like oh, it's. Just, it's crazy, man. Like me personally, how I look at things, this is crazy, man. It's crazy, man. Like, oh, man. like uh, my nigga, y'all see a Milwaukee frat? Oh no, that's already they already lost to Milwaukee. Never mind. Like, look at Milwaukee. Look, you, can we talk about Atlanta? Guess what happened the last time when he gets Atlanta? They've been going back and forth with Atlanta all season. L. Milwaukee L. Seventy six L. Utah, nigga, Sacramento Kings. Oh, okay, you wild, nigga. They should not lose. If they lose to the Kings. That's the issue. But uh, nigga, they yeah. lost to the Kings. Oh, they. Oh, yeah. Oh, you talking about recently? Yeah. Oh, damn. Shit. Yeah, you right. Shit. Let's see. They got the Clippers tomorrow, or not tomorrow, Thursday. Orleans <laughs> Pelicans. They got damn near dubbed. That was an embarrassing game. That was the game that really told me everything I needed to know. Nigga, they lost to the Knicks. They did lose to the Knicks. But this y'all team, man. And on WrestleMania, I mean on Thursday, guess what they about to lose to? The Los Angeles Clippers because Paul George is back. Speaking of which, how did Paul George do tonight? (laughs) They about to lose or either lost. It's a close game. Oh, yeah, they bro. It's a close Nigga, game. they, bro, I swear to God, Utah Paul Jazz. George got thir- ass, Paul George got 33. <laughs> the Utah Jazz is so ass, bro. The Utah Jazz is so ass, bro. Gee, Paul bro, George came The Clippers going to be so nasty next year, bro. My God. Oh, my God, bro. Just get rid of Reggie. Turn, turn Reggie Jackson to a real point guard, G. Uh-huh. They're going to they be way better. <laughs> Look, G, because it's it's a known fact. Why does not like Reggie Jackson? G, he looks at that nigga like I don't like this man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, but what's next, man? But, Other uh, than you know the Bulls are pretenders. Yeah, look, like I said, they are. I ain't mad at it, but like, but anyway, uh, yeah. anything else with the East? Oh, uh, the Celtics is still. Uh, the Celtics might be the scariest team, but I need to see how they look without Robert Williams. That's it. <laughs> That's so effed up to say. Celtics was Eastern Conference. You said what? Petro got snatched up by a Celtic G. They got the <laughs> it. And they got good at the right moment. They did. At the right moment. They did. No, they did. They got good at the right time. And I'm going to give props where credit is due. But uh, Robert Wait, Williams was still a The difference. Bulls about to get a first-round exit, bro? I didn't even notice that. Yeah, because if the playoffs start today, they're going to see Embiid. And we already know how Embiid feels about that, <laughs> them niggas. Nigga, you yeah. keep saying Embiid, bro. It's hard to do, bro. I know, but, G. Zach can't guard a fucking... <laughs> look, G. It's, it's, look, Harden's going to take a, take a break that series. This is the series where it's just like, you know what? Playmate. Um, Vucevic not going to be able to guard Tobias Harris, bro. It's going to be like that. You said Vooch and Tobias. Gee, I'm more worried about Vooch and Embiid. <laughs> ain't no such thing. Embiid going to be playing one on zero. So, yeah, yeah, worry about that. 
It's over. Yeah, like that. Man, I already know. Like, reality is what it is. G, I'll be shocked to make the second round. But, uh, but, but, uh, shout out to the Celtics though. G, I like I said, I just hope Robert Williams, uh, does come back healthy because even though you could finesse a meniscus for six weeks, it might be too late at that point. But, uh, yeah. but yeah. So let's go. Oh wait, I want to talk about the Heat. Um. But yeah, uh, they couldn't have been superstars. But <laughs> they got Jimmy Butler. Yeah, so now it ain't safe for you. Your ass about to get a first round exit. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the Heat been uh, at least finally been in publicity this past couple of weeks. They've been flip flopping number one seed with pretty much everybody. Uh, so and currently they are the number one seed but uh what was it last week over the weekend uh for one i didn't know eric spoke could raise his voice <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever you did to make eric spoke mad <laughs> i did not know he had a temper he always seemed so happy <laughs> so or happy or just happy to just teach the game of basketball but Eric Spoelstra had to snap off on Jimmy Butler. He wanted to literally whoop his ass, I believe, strongly. And on top of it, his number one bodyguard, Udonis Haslam, whose roster space consists of protecting Heat culture in the locker room for Pat Riley and Eric Spoelstra, was about to whoop Jimmy Butler's ass too. Um, with all that being said, they did lose that game, I believe. Uh, but to the baby yeah. warriors. To the baby warriors. Literally, Draymond and Draymond babysitting niggas in Clay Thompson's court. I don't think Dr- Draymond. I don't think Draymond played. That's even worse. So you lost the Clay Thompson babysitting. Yeah. Clay Thompson didn't else. play either. That's okay. You lost the Jordan fucking Poole Andrew Wiggins to the crib. You lost I, the I, fan favorite Andrew you Wiggins. Lost the Jordan Poole's and Kaminga. Hey man, Kaminga gonna be a uh, gonna be a star one day. But <laughs> still, yeah. you lost to them niggas. G, which is even worse. Uh point being they've been shaky the past couple of games past few games and i i'm a firm believer of it's called we're trying to avoid the brooklyn nets because uh yeah we can play defense but jimmy butler and tyler hero is not about to outscore Kyrie or uh Kyrie or uh kevin durant because jimmy butler rather let tyler hero score fucking buckets instead of be a fucking star player with a max and fucking yes. score 25. Yes. Jimmy Butler, uh, I mean, Tyler Hero uh, for this season has the most fourth, fourth quarter points for the Miami Heat. And he's the le- team leading scorer. Tyler Hero's yeah. comfortably about to win six man because of this, which I'm not mad at it. Go crazy, G. I don't like your, uh, my park style of play, but it works for the regular season. Bro, uh, Jimmy Butler is leading by one point, my nigga. My nigga, my nigga averaged twenty one points, basically twenty points. When did Jimmy get to twenty? Because last I checked, he was at eighteen or seventeen. Yeah, he don't play that. Another nigga who don't play that many games, bro. And it's not even. Do, do Jimmy even be fucking injured? You just be sitting. <laughs> it just be like, oh, I look at the thing. I'm like, Jimmy didn't play. But he must be a bitch to have him fucking. He played 53 games this season, 52, 58, 
bro, this nigga do not play. Like, I know early in the season he was hurt. I remember that for sure. I remember early in the season he was hurt. Okay. So, but after that, I'm like. He had played 82 games. That's the most he played was in 2013. That was his second year. That's that's a long time ago. Since the the next longest was in 2017 when he played 76. And then 2019, he played 65. This nigga, bro, 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 please, please, no, no, nobody ever. I don't want to hear anybody ever tell me Jimmy Butler is that nigga, bro. Like, nah, man, nah, uh, uh, uh nah, nah. Two K better make that nigga a fucking eighty-two. Stop it, bro. This is nasty, man. <laughs> I think that nigga 82. <laughs> That's fucked up. But, uh, but yeah, like, the Heat is, like, for me, this is my thing. They play hard. They grit and grind. We've known this for the past few years, yes. You can plug and play and put Gabe Vincent out there for Kyle Lowry, who I forgot was on his roster, by the way, um, and still win games. But come playoff time. Where other team, everybody else decides to play defense as well. Everybody else sits there and know who they're eight, eight, no more than nine guys who's going to play the game of basketball going to do. I know who's going to give me my 25 points. I know who's going to give me my 20 points. I know who's going to give me 15. I know at least two dudes who will give me 10 on the heat. There's nobody I know on that team who's going to give me 25. I know Jimmy would try to give me 19. Tyler Hero may F around to give me 21. But it's not 25. It's not 30. Bam is going to give me 18, 19. After that, and Kyle Lowry is going to give me 15. Who, like, who's who's giving me buckets? Yeah, all they ask can defend their ass off. But who's giving me buckets? Who's going to who's going to go bucket to bucket with KD? Who's going bucket to bucket with Kyrie? Who's Nobody. going bucket to bucket with James Harden? Who's going bucket to bucket with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? Who's going bucket to bucket with? Who? Oh shit! Oh no! Exactly. They don't, they don't have it. They like don't. literally, if. Because at the end of the day, I don't trust Tyler Hero to give me 30. I don't trust Jimmy to give me 30. Bam, I think as great as Bam is, that offense isn't catered to him. So he he's not set up to get 30 in that system because it's catered towards Jimmy and Tyler Hero getting 21 points. Yeah. I, it's just come playoff time. It's like, who's going to give me my buck? Who's going to? Tell everybody get the fuck out the way. You know that's Jimmy Butler's mentality, but I honestly don't think he's that guy no more. Um, so it's just like I don't trust him. I don't. It just in the playoffs you have to have somebody that's forget just twenty five. You have to have somebody that you know is going to give you thirty at least two or three out of the seven games, at least three. At least one time. At least at least twice. 
I want to say three is a lot because if you give me three, that means we probably sweeping that team. But <laughs> but that's what I'm saying for this team. If they had at least one guy that that's going to give you thirty out of thirty out of the out of three games, you could you could make it out of a round. Like if you had somebody like a Bradley Beal, like we might not be having this discussion. Nigga, mm. what? Mm. What has Bradley Beal done that can prove that? At least in I'm the saying playoff. like he, he can, he's a scorer. I'm just putting a throwing a scorer in there. Well, there's look, there is <laughs> okay. If you're not better than Demar Rosen, you shouldn't be the best player on the team. That's how I see it. If you're not better than DeMar DeRozan, your jersey should not be called first, ever. Just to, I just said to me that's the way the cookie crumbles. That's, that, like, that's a bar, and that's the bar in itself. Yeah, at least that's, that's like, yeah. Like it, that, that's how I see it. Like Jimmy Butler's not not lacing DeMar DeRozan boots as I see, and nobody can tell me otherwise. Because what has he done? And we always discredit the fucking bubble. <laughs> what has Jimmy Butler done? Since then. Like, yeah, Shit. those 50-point tri- triple-doubles were cool, but we haven't seen nothing close since. And then he, 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 got, to, well, he got that shit to Embiid way. He went to the line. I do not respect the line. I don't. I'm one of them niggas. <laughs> Only person I, I get credit to is Harden. Because at them aspects, you, you literally can't guard that. But you also gotta remember, and B the seven feet tall, teams got no choice kind of to foul him. Yeah, but still, like, and B coach for fouls. He goes, he, he, that's what he do, bro. That's why I'm I know saying. he that's does, he but do, it's some ha, at least half of them because niggas seven feet tall doing Euros. Yeah, you know, I, I respect him, B. But what I'm trying to say is, but I get, I get your point, though. Like, you give me a 50 point game and 20 of them joint was, was free throws. That's not a 50-point game to me. Yeah. Nigga, you 25 for 25 at the line. Nigga, you just you – just, you, the refs got you that win, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. But as I say, man, like, if you – I'm going to keep saying, if you're not better than DeMar DeRozan, there shouldn't be a conversation of you being the best or next to the best in this league. It, it shouldn't be one. If, question: If you think if you put Demar on this on this Heat team, where would would you take them more seriously? Demar, Demar, and 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 Demar and and Cal Lowry did something. That's true. They just ran to fucking LeBron James. They <laughs> ran At the end of the day, people yeah. always got to remember they would have <laughs> ran into they would have ran into LeBron. They ran into LeBron, or they would have ran into the Warriors if they beat Brian. You can't like, mind you, they not built to beat them teams. No. So like, so like, do that. Is we really gonna halt that against them? That's literally They're the not only built thing to you beat can put teams, against. Bro. Hold hold over his head is he lost to LeBron. That's literally all you could. That's the Rose is like I lost to fucking LeBron, and niggas got mad because he said I lost the fucking LeBron. Like nigga. Ain't like he lost the goddamn Jason Tatum and them. He lost to LeBron. <laughs> and y'all ran me out of town him. because of it. And then y'all won because he wasn't here. 
but but what I'm trying to say is if you was to put DeMar DeRozan right now with with on this Heat team, replace Jimmy Butler for DeMar, would you would you say oh they are yeah. number one? Yeah. What, what's the come on, bro? Like what's really the difference? Like the Heat got defenders. The Heat got the Heat got young scrappy players. This what DeMar this what DeMar playing with right now. DeMar got a shutter sugar with a dominant ball handler. I mean, with a dominant, with a person on dominant on a ball, like, like I don't, I don't get this Jimmy shit. People got Jimmy in first, second team, shit, shit like that, bro. I want to know how. I don't know how either, because I'm like, I'm not putting. Just because first. he got the number one team in the East, this shit don't matter. It's too many good really? players this season. I'm not putting Jimmy in there. Like, come on, bro. Man's didn't even play. Man's only paid fifty some games. Like averaging twenty one points. You mean to tell me what's the first, second, the first, second, third team? That's fifteen niggas, right? You mean yeah. to tell me Jimmy Butler's a top fifteen guy? Come you're on, telling bro. me he's among because it's what two guards each. So you saying he's a top six guard this year? Top Hell. six guard? Like, like, no, no, Hell. he's not no, a top he's not fifteen top guy. Guard. He's not a top. He's not a top six guard this year. He, he don't have. He's not having a top fifteen season. Not to me, no. He had better no, you years. number one. You number one. In the, you number one in the fucking East. Like that shit changes every fucking day. It, if it he is. get that shit and Jason Tatum don't get it, bro, that shit rigged, bro. Because even though as much but, flack as I've given Tatum this season, because he sh- he still shoots too many fucking threes in my opinion for for a guy this talent. Tatum has literally been balling. Yeah, and his his play has been more effective. Like the fact that he's getting efficient, the team looks better, and also just everybody else looks better too. But I'm sorry, he's not better than Tatum. He's not. He, I don't think he's better than Jalen Brown this year. No, I wouldn't put him over Jalen either. No, he's but not to backtrack a little bit, like where did this where did this really start? Like did it start with the bubble? <laughs> Man, this since Chicago shit. Niggas been saying Jimmy Butler was good since Chicago, man. We're not saying that he's not a good player, yeah, but he, at the same time, he's not. Wherever they're trying to put whatever platform they're trying to Chicago better off without him. What? Minnesota, what happened? Better off without him. Philly, what happened? Better they, off without they, him. Philly stayed consistent. <laughs> shit, they stayed like, consistent. No moving. No, no, no needle moving. Not yeah, like Jimmy, he's not one of those players. Like Jimmy would be good on a team where he don't have to be a focal point, probably. But but that but that ain't his style of play. Yeah, so that's where it hurts him. Like the shit, the shit, the shit, crazy man. Like it's to me, it's crazy. Like crazy. Like. Yeah, to me, it, it, but at the end of the rap, it, it still broke my heart. This nigga made Eric Spolster pissed, pissed off. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure Pat Riley had the snipers on deck and, uh, like, yo, do I need to kill this nigga? Because <laughs> we know Pat Riley loves Spolster. He told LeBron, fuck you, he's coaching you. <laughs> and LeBron had to eat the pill. <laughs> he had to swallow the pill. <laughs> he said, hey, that little nigga ain't going nowhere. <laughs> he should. He done. 
Eric Spoelstra has done just as much for that franchise as anybody else. Also, uh, by the way, I did I learned a couple of days ago Eric Spoelstra does not have a Coach of the Year award. That's one of the biggest crimes in NBA history. By the way, we talked about that too. We talked about that a we couple did? times. I don't remember, but like I did not know he had a coach. He did not have Coach of the Year. That is one There's of the biggest times crimes. He should have won Coach of the Year. Like I understand with the Heat days, you did not want to give him his credit because LeBron and them was there. But at the same time. These at least these past five seasons that they had deserved the coach of the year. Give that man his credit, G. Give him his credit. Uh, but yeah, but let's go ahead and move to the uh, West. Um, pretty much the Suns at this point is a lock, as in I, barn freak situations. I think the Suns easily have earned a spot to the finals. I hate to literally crown them, but. Them niggas have been hooping. <laughs> Them niggas yeah, have been hooping. That's a, the most that's a, when I, like, so, when I tell you these niggas are the best team in the NBA, like, they, like, Warriors levels of best team in the NBA. Like, they're just good. They're well coached. Everybody know their job. Ain't nobody trying to step on anybody's toes. Like, you don't see that everywhere, man. My only complaint with the Suns is I wish they give Aiden the ball more. But other than that, like, they still a fucking good team, despite. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, like, they are. They didn't even pay that nigga yet, bro. Oh, he's going to get a payday. Like, gee. Like, he's going, like, the same way how last year, people, they're going to look at some series. Like, literally, let's look at potential playoff matchups for them. Just what if scenarios. So, Phoenix, they might either see the Clippers or they either going to see the Clippers or the Timberwolves in the first round. I don't see. I ain't going to mention that team. No, but they're like, not going to see. They're going to see the Spurs or somebody else. Like, like I said, either they're going to. Well, the Clippers and the, the Spurs are the Pelicans. Eight and seven. That's what I'm saying. They're eight and seven. More likely. They will play the Grizzlies. No, I'm just saying if in the play in, I don't think neither. Playing teams is beating the Clippers or the Timberwolves. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. So I'm not mentioning that other team because they're not in this scenario right now. But uh but if depending on what happens with seven and eight, Aiden is going to be the sole reason why that they won that one of those series. Aiden's gonna be the sole reason why they won one of those series. And then second round, they'll get the winner of Dallas. In Utah, if they get Dallas, literally Aiden is going to run wild in that series as well. <laughs> and then yeah. come conference finals time, is just it depends on how the Warriors and Grizzlies fight it out at that point to me. But Aiden's going to be the reason why they win at least a series or two as they get to the finals. He's he deserves his money. He deserves a max. It's niggas saying he don't, but I'm like. It's not many centers who give you 18 and 12 or 11, whatever you're averaging, and still do really good against elite centers. There's not. His own. Like, especially in a league where centers are becoming a commodity again. They're becoming a big commodity. Athletic big who can even smit, like get a chance to space the floor is becoming a huge commodity now. It's, it's, it's you. You kind of need that more than you need 
like a fucking Point athletic on. guard. Yeah, like literally, if if you have a as I'm calling it now, a freaking all around center, which which are the Jokic's, the Embiid's, Aiden's getting up there because he's developing his uh, jump shot. Anthony Davis is still kind of in that conversation when healthy. You have a commodity. <laughs> like, gee, you have cat, even throwing cat in there as well. You have somebody who literally can't be stopped. Nothing you can do. Speaking of cat, is he still on track for? For the, uh, uh, for the he's club. not gonna have the ninety. He's not gonna have the ninety. <laughs> yeah, he's not gonna have the ninety. That's that's he's in position to be 50, 40, 80, I believe. But he's not gonna get the ninety. That's but that we was right. At least he got fifty and forty. The ninety was gonna be the tough part for any center. Like I don't expect no center to shoot ninety percent from the free throw line except Dirk fucking Nowinski. That's it. But. Yeah, if but, he get, if he get eighty, that's still pretty good for a yeah, center. Yeah, that's still really great for a center. But um, but yeah, but Aiden's gonna be the reason why they win at least a series or two as they get to the finals. Uh, but yeah. overall, that that team is they're really good. They yes, are sir. really good, and they they already been hurt. And when I mean hurt, I mean as in they got their ass smacked in the finals by Giannis. So they already have their heartbreak. At this point, it's called. Get back there and and mission complete the mission. Plain and simple, because like it's none of these teams in the West really scare me. Like the team that might give them the biggest scare on a trip to the finals might be a Clippers, and that's and that's only if Kawhi comes back, because <laughs> there is rumors that Kawhi might he might he might come back for the playoffs. It's, it's early, but he might come back for the playoffs. But other than that, like, I don't see no team in the West that really should beat them. Unless the Warriors just are extremely healthy. And when I mean extreme... I don't see the Warriors beating them. It's just the Warriors don't got enough firepower. Like, Curry can drop 30. Clay is not there yet. Maybe next year. Draymond is just... A, he he is he, too many defensive assignments. And you want to know what's the fucked up thing? My nigga, Michael Bridges is right there, bro. Yep. Right there, almost at that Draymond level, G. Almost. He almost does. Like, that nigga is a really good defender. He yeah. fucks with everybody. Now, he's a really good like, defender. And he literally is consistent on offense, man. Consistent on offense? And they just got too cut. much depth. That's that's it's the scary so part, cause even cause even bench wise, like hold on, let me pull up the uh, roster real quick. Like, like you got ja- Javale is the be- the best backup center in the league, by the way. You got fucking Javale McGee coming off the bench, in Bismack Biombo. So you have two options that come off the bench for Aiden. Um, Cameron Johnson is, I think, is another two years away from being the best shooter in the league outright. Um, Cameron Payne is comfortable in his position. Uh, they still got Landry Schmidt, Aaron Holiday. I forgot is on that team. Jay Crowder's regardless is a thing. Like they got a squad. Alfred Payton's on this team too. I forget he exists. They have a squad, <laughs> and they're well. They and you have a coach of the year. Like, yep. 
Like it's 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 going it's a scary sight for the West. It's a scary freaking sight, and all they got, and even for the next couple of seasons, because all they have to do is pay Aiden his goddamn max contract, and you good. Yep. All you got to do, and then, God forbid, if Chris Paul just, you know, starts aging a little bit the next couple of seasons, legit My showing age. Dame, Dame already said. Dame already said that that he he the fifth favorite person to watch is Devin Booker. Chris Paul retires next year. Damian Lillard would be the Phoenix Suns starting point guard. Bro. Yeah, look, G, I'm sending. I'm like, hey, sorry, Chris Paul. We appreciate you for that <laughs> ring, though. Thanks, but uh, have fun in Portland, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. He probably retire after if it if, if it gets to that point. He probably just yeah, retire, especially Chris if he Paul, get if he get his ring. Yeah, you know, like, he's, he's gonna he's fulfilled. Exactly, like he Chris Paul has done it all. But um, but yeah, uh, who another team want to talk about? Uh, That's uh, it. Like, there's no other team. Uh, the the Memphis. I think the last thing I would just say is the MVP race. It's a yeah. very dumb conversation right now. Honestly, I I know it would get get sent to Joel and B, even though I don't feel like Joel and B is the most valuable player in the NBA. He just scores a lot. He don't have. He's not is not the most dominant team. Like Philly, we come on, bro. We think Brooklyn gonna beat Philly. Like not the most dominant team. He just scores thirty points, and most of us come from the free throw line. But if we if we honestly gonna look to ourselves to say the. The, the league's MVP and who is it? Come on, it's between two niggas. I believe it's between Giannis um, and Devin Booker. You know what I'm saying? That's who I believe the two league MVPs are. You know, everybody else Did have Devin their Booker own play enough games because I know he 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 had COVID twice. See, I think he played enough games because he did, he wasn't out that long when he when he. I know, but he's he, he's, yeah. And then I think he had an injury. That's why I'm like, because like, I'm not I'm not mad at the Devin Booker uh case scenario. Like he legit has a strong case. It's just also how people view the view the Suns as a team effort while Devin Booker is doing good. He's averaging freaking 27, 5 and 5. Like, that's really fucking amazing. That's MVP numbers. That's Those are MVP numbers. Legit. How many games he played? Oh, he played more games than I thought. He played 64. Because he and played 67 played. last year. So he like, this is surpassed that. He's have like, imagine, I'm not a Suns fan, but like, any other, if Brown is the number one if Brown was the number one team in the West with those same exact Devin Booker numbers, who would be the league MVP right now? More likely it'd be LeBron. Brian. That it'd be, shit it'd crazy. It'd be LeBron, but it depends how many games AD played too. Because you're like Muggs was trying to get LeBron MVP for twenty seven and ten, and niggas said no, nah, he got AD on his team. So. Right. So he had the but better like, numbers than niggas. Devin said. Booker. And the Phoenix Suns, they're set, they, they, they're pro. <laughs> they're the best team in the league. They clinched the playoffs when everybody didn't even know what season they was going to be the next game, bro. They clinched the one seed. They have shown no weakness. Weakness. To anybody. Only weakness is giving Aiden the ball system. <laughs> that's really the only weakness. And honestly, that's not hurting them. <laughs> You're not even hurting them, bro. 
no, like there's has been, they literally have been playing perfect basketball throughout the whole league. Monty Williams has been a fantastic coach, not going to win coach of the year. You know what I'm saying? Like, I say Giannis because Giannis looks like the best player in the league right now. When you look at an MVP, I always think of who is the best player in the league right now. It's Giannis. Right? Yeah. But when you look at the most valuable player on the most valuable team, why the fuck is we going down to the four seed? And then for the niggas in Jokic's case, the six seed, nigga, Jokic's going to put insane numbers because it's literally only him. It's been him all season, That should not too. be an MVP case because you're, you're, you're by yourself, so you win MVP. To say John Morant not top three in the MVP cases just because his team won 14-2 and two without him, nigga, that's just chemistry. If your team ain't got chemistry without you, then shit, it's just you. Like, that don't make you an MVP, though. That don't make you the most valuable player in the league just because your team don't know how to play basketball when you're not there. Or you just... Your your team is so put up, revolved around fucking you like a broad team that they can't win. Like this shit's is stupid, bro. It's stupid. Yeah, it's like the last couple of years I've been kind of wonder. I've been one to look into how do they really like what they does change the league it every every year. They change it every year, and then also Daytro with your, your case of why they gotta look at the fourth six seed. Ever since Westbrook got. MVP for the triple double in the OKC but was that, the sixth that's seed. The thing. That's a that changed. That changed. It changed it. It because it was always the top, either the guy on the the best player on the best team or somebody in the top three in going from there. That's always that's how it's always been voted. But the Westbrook thing changed it all together, which opened the door for a Jokic a Jokic type situation. Um, for the Jokic to win it, like at least last year, and th- was the Bucks the best team one of the years when? Was it yeah, the, I think the Bucks are either number one or two the both time Giannis won. Okay, I just had to be sure because like, I wasn't Bucks sure. Bucks had like sixty. Bucks had like sixty win season. Even when that's why I had to ask. Harden I wasn't won. sure if because I'm like I, I when, think the lowest even when had... Harden won or Harden was the runner up, the Houston Rockets was still one, two, or three. Yeah, they were still the top three seed. So yeah. if we if niggas just looking at the rest, the rest nigga, nigga niggas never averaged a triple double in like fifty fucking years. So like that's that's why you look at wrestling's book triple double and be like, damn. But this shit, come on, bro. Like Jokic, I like Jokic. He's awesome. Nigga, it's him. He's gonna put up the numbers. You can point that shit at everybody in the league. But that's you can point that value. shit at <laughs> play back himself. <laughs> that's can, the value. This, this okay, but that shit not. Wait, what is it? What is it leading to? You lead it to. He has to, or they lose. Bro, but that okay. But we're committing niggas for playing basketball at that point. You're you, literally I get the whole what you offense mean. revolves around you because it's only you. That'll make you the most valuable. Like when I was like, like that's crazy. That just because his teammates not there, he's the most valuable player. But say for instance, Yotich. Average them same exact fucking points and rebounds and assists and stuff like that. And his team was there. He's not the MVP no more. If anything, it makes him an even greater case. <laughs> but 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 if they're there, that's the that's what John Morant going through right now. Yeah, you know like, that's why I like part of it that's, John Morant. That's what they don't want to give it to right another. They, he's he's still in that 
in that young nigga category, so they don't even want they don't want to put him in there. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they are he the youngest one ever. Ain't no but such that, thing in the young nigga category. They I don't think they're not gonna do that again though. They pick no. and choose. It's, it, they yeah. do. They pick and choose in the most stupid fucking way of who should become an MVP, bro. Yeah, like I did, like narrative altogether. I think ruins the conversation. Like uh, yeah. instead of like, like using real instead life, of just legit. Because like Giannis has a huge case. Like I, I get like Devin Booker deserves a bigger case. I'm still giving Jokic his his respect because literally that team. There's nobody on that team. I res- there's nobody. Your your second best player is freaking either a Bones Highland, two Aaron Gordon, or three. Uh, What's that man? But you got to win games. You but still, he still gotta, wins games. They still yeah, won 45 games. You're a six seed when the West is at its worst ever. Like they that, won 45. A, that is not a, that is not a, a, the dunk that, that Nuggets fans and people who fans of Yotik make. You're the six seed in a fucking Western conference where the Lakers are shit. The Clippers don't got their best players. Fucking Timberwolves look good. Nigga, there's only three great teams in the West. Like, to be honest. There's honestly one great team and very good. Like, so we, we looking at that shit and saying, like, oh, Jokic, he's he's keeping his head above water as a fucking six seed. And a fucking game with the Lakers playing that goddamn shit, he ain't that hard to be a six seed. You play in the you play in the in the arena where it's the hardest to, where it's the hardest for the away team to win games with that altitude. That's the hardest place to win. Like keep it real, bro. Like that shit. This shit ain't this shit ain't ain't, ain't rocket science. Like like to say that Jokic wins just because he ain't got nobody around him. That means you get out to everybody who's, who who fucking sustained it. Every player who ever had a, a player that's injured, nigga. Bron if. So if Brown was in the sixth seed right now, he should be MVP in the MVP working talk. No, because there's a team playing better than him with the player on there. The most valuable player shouldn't be the nigga who just who who, who literally just they got these crazy ass stats and, and keeping they and keeping themselves somewhat in contention. Because the Lakers not I mean the Lakers not even a contender. They won't even make it out the first round. Keep it real. Dallas probably smoked they shit they ass. So if you look at that and you simply just look at, at, at everything, there's two motherfuckers. There's one that's considered the best player in the world right now in Giannis, and then there's the best player on the best team in Devin Booker. It shouldn't even be an argument at that point, though. You got the best player in the best team, Devin Booker, and you got the best player in the world. Giannis Antetokounmpo. How can you argue that shit? That's how it's been since the dawn of time. Has always went to either the best player in the fucking world or the best player on the best team until Westbrook touched that fucking MVP coach. But the only caveat about that is he had a what? A historic fucking season. Yeah, because I'm looking at their record right now when he won that they were 47 and 55 to 47 and 35 to end that season. And to be honest, I'm not even gonna lie. I feel like the team record should play a a, a part more in, especially if you if you like if you're in that position. If you don't, if your team isn't at least over 50 games, I don't think 
it, unless you're in an exceptional case, I think it you you got to drop out of that conversation to a degree. If you want to know what's the fucking crazy thing about that, 50 games is the bare minimum right now to be considered a good team. That's the yeah, bare that's minimum. Why, that's why I said at least 50. Because if you don't have at least 50, then you're not, that's t- you're not even at the bare you're minimum. You're not winning. You ain't winning. That's the thing. Like these niggas, none of these other niggas winning. Like, come on, G. Like, again, I can entertain the Joel Embiid thing. But really, if we look into ourselves, Joel Embiid is really the most valuable player in the NBA right now. Hell no. They not. Niggas, them niggas took Chef Curry off the team and they haven't been, they haven't been consistent since. Like, really? So, like, we got to keep it 100 when it comes to this shit, bro. Like, we, it's like the MVP award should definitely mean something more than it is. The MVP award is, I believe, is more important than the finals MVP. Because the finals MVP is only showing four fucking, I mean, four to seven games games. of basketball. The MVP is showing 70 plus. I get you, you. I get your case. Like I get your case. Cal Horford and fucking Al Horford. Wait, what? Oh, say that again, because uh, there, there are some situations where the best team in the league is the Atlanta Hawks with, with Cal Corver and, and Al Horford. Nah, that, see, that, that's what we call so, we call that a group effort. effort. <laughs> so we skip that, over them. We, but when it comes effort. to this, man, like. We we gotta we gotta we gotta just stop. Like that's why I don't think I don't think reporters should ever get the vote of who's MVP. I don't ever think they should get it. I always think that should definitely go to the peers and coaches because they play them against them every night. Rivals yeah, the side, they should always go to the peers and coaches. The the the, the media, what they're gonna go off narrative. Like we look, we we literally look up and say Jokic is the MVP for what? Of what? The top three MVP <laughs> race has literally been Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid, and only one of them is. And the then they throw ja, and depending on the week, they throw Ja or Damari. <laughs> yeah. We had Demar Derozan in MVP talks. Little did we know that nigga couldn't win a game against a team over five hundred. So, like, what the fuck? The nigga dropping 44 on the Magic, so we like, damn, he really is the MVP. Yeah, it's a lot of Crazy. silliness. It's, it's like, a lot of silliness like I said, if, if, like I said, at the end of the day, when it comes to the MVP award, Datra has a huge case. I get where he's coming from. Narrative is always going to play a role. But if, if, if it was based solely on what Daytrail said LeBron will be MVP a lot more. Kobe yeah. will at least have two more, at least. Shaq should definitely have two, three more. <laughs> Certain players literally get shitted out of MVPs because of the fact that Tim Duncan will probably have another one. Tim Duncan will probably definitely have another one. Um, but yeah, like players get shitted out of MVPs because of either media fatigue. Which I feel like is one of the most bullshit ass things because, like, just yeah, like because the you're media, ti- like that, because you're tired you of voting for because this guy is good. Yeah, you're, you just because that LeBron or Michael Jordan just happens to lead their team to a top three seed, 
consistently and be the best players in the world, don't me. I'm tired of voting for him. I'm gonna give it to Carl Malone this year. Fuck it. <laughs> like, nigga, what? A fucking crime. Like at least, like at least the year Charles Barkley got out understood, and then Hakeem Michael Jordan was in the league, so it made sense. But or even for like LeBron, he said, "You like Derrick Rose? Look, he took the Bulls. They wasn't shit to a number one seed. So, but, but like, as much as I shit on D Rose MVP, it's warranted. It, it's like, warranted because the, the Bulls wasn't shit that was before on the best team that year. Yeah, that was the best one of the best teams that year." He was the sole, legit, the sole reason that team was that good. And, and like, arguably the only other person who had a case was Dwight Howard. And I think they were a top three seed that year. And the and media hated LeBron. <laughs> and the media hated LeBron for a year. So they said, fuck you. So, it's like, yeah. so yeah. But, and, and, like, even with KD just had to deal with, contention with LeBron and then Steph Curry became a thing and then James Harden became a thing. So KD's MVP situation is unique too. But yeah, like I just think they just they need to have a legit solid criteria, but it's like when you do put something on the media, it will fluctuate at the end of the day. Cause I think the one year where I think the players had their own award, I think it was the year that Russ won I think the players gave it to Harden. Yeah. Because they play against him. And I understand, like, Russ having a very, a very, like, you know, crazy season. But Harden was the number one seed in the West while the Golden State Warriors had KD. Yeah, that was the first year with KD, right? Yeah, yeah, I had to remember. What the fuck? Yeah. That's MVP, bro. You led your team to the number one seed in the West. With KD and your best team, mind you, Gordon. Mind you, I think I think the Warriors were like sixteen and fucking one in the playoffs that year. Oh, <laughs> that's a whole like, different story. <laughs> that's, that's that's playoffs. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, like that's how great that's how great that Warriors team were was. And James Harden had the best team in the league that year, by on paper. Mm-hmm. So, like, of course, you look at James Harden, the way he played the. And then, if you want to even put the people he had around him, this is pre-Chris Paul, right? Yeah. This, like I said, second best mm-hmm. teammate was Eric Gordon. It was Eric what Gordon. What Compe- uh, On the rise, Compella, and... That offense. And crazy. Trevor Reeves yeah, was still so, able to move around back then, too. So it's, it's, it's just one of those situations that you just look, and the, the way it's voted is skewed. It's it's really skewed. It's it's stupid. You look at a nigga. It's it's crazy, bro. In that mind, bro. We can we can read that with it. I'm just saying it's crazy. Because the year after Russell Westbrook won that MVP, the nigga got bumped out the first round again. No, he got bumped out because I think the first round that year was Harden versus Westbrook, and yeah, Harden did Harden things. So yeah, talk about the year right after that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the year after is when Dame put them. Them oh yeah, that's when yeah, he got Paul George and uh Dame said bye bye. Wait, no, that was year two. That was year one. Paul George only did one year. No, he did two. He played two seasons. The year that yeah, was, Dame the, put them the second up, year up, was up, when the second year was Paul George was looking like a damn MVP, and then his shoulders 
Both his shoulders. No, they fell got off, sent home the by they got sent home by fucking Utah. There we go. Yeah, that was because oh, yeah, that's that when good. that's when the joke of uh, Joe, Joe Ingles owns Joe Paul Ingles George's is, soul. <laughs> <laughs> that's when the Joe Ingles owns uh, Paul George's soul uh, joke started. So yeah, the first year was uh, the Jazz. Then after that, Dame said bye bye. So, yeah. but yeah, so Crazy. very much. But yeah, so I I get your case, but until one day the day comes that we get our media rights to vote for MVP. You said what, Tyler? I said currently, as it stands, LeBron is leading for uh for leading score, so he's most likely getting that scoring title. That shit don't mean shit to me because the past few years, leading score has been niggas on non playoff teams. So LeBron is just fulfilling (laughs) the legacy. (laughs) He's just man, nigga Bradley Bill wanted the year before that, bro. Like, come on. And I think, hold on. Yeah, wasn't yeah. I think last year was between Steph and Bradley Bill, and neither made the playoffs. And then, so what are we doing? <laughs> what most yeah. time? What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, it's, it's twelve o'clock. It's, hey, it's wrap it up. I, I, yeah. I, I low key gotta go. Yeah, so. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's why I was trying to wrap this episode up. But yeah, so with that being said, and that was the one time we we're gonna mention that nigga uh, LeBron, <laughs> uh, but uh, and we was doing so good. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you're on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, uh, share, hit that share button. And once again, if you uh, follow us on Twitter at 3s from the ring, at 3s from the ring, for all our basketball wrestling takes that we got going on. Uh, thanks for listening as always, and peace. Avita's in. Deuces. All right, cool.